the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. All you have to do is make up in your mind and believe in your heart. The Lord, I need not for me, but to be a bigger blessing. And once you purpose in your heart that you want to be a difference maker, God's going to start throwing stuff at you. It's going to start chase you down. Because, see, God is looking for people who could be a distribution center. God is looking for people he can use. God is looking for people who hears his voice. Because he doesn't stop talking. We just don't listen. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something new. I feel it Fresh Protect you against sob stories and arm twisting. God loves it when the giver delights in his giving. Believers, we all got to make a decision. Oh, glory. Adrian Rogers said this, a faith that has not reached your wallet probably hasn't reached your heart. Glory to God. It's real because what you love, you give to. Exodus 25 and 2 says this, tell the children of Israel to take an offering for me for every man whose heart moves him to give willingly. You shall take an offering. Everyone say you give from the heart. Ah, glory to God. Now, let me deal with something. Often people wrestle with tithing. Okay, let me deal with it. You don't have to tithe. You don't have to give anything. We are under the new covenant. The old covenant says you have to give 10%. The new covenant says I want you to be a willing, cheerful, voluntary, and sacrificial giver. The, what is a pastor? What should I give? I already told you. You reap what you sow. If you want to receive much, you give much. If you want to receive little, you give He already got the system in place. Now the decision is on. That's why he says, each of you, make up in your own mind what you want to do. Now some people say, Pastor, you tell me not to give. No, I'm telling you to make a decision. Why? If someone forced you to do something, is that love? If you're forced to do it, that's not love. Love says, I love you enough that I give to you because I love you. But if I have to force you to do it, that's not love. And we serve a God of love. So the more you love, the more you give. Because I love them. Now, Pastor, what do you mean? How much do you give to your kids? It seems like there's unlimited resources because you what? You love them. That's your heart. 
So you have to make up in your mind, Lord, I love you. I trust you. Because what I realize is everything I have belongs to you. And once you get that revelation, it changes everything. My son, my older one, I got in his car and I drove off. And he, I said, son, you know, I took your car. He said, well, I realize I don't make no payments. I don't pay the car insurance. I don't put the gas in it. I realize everything associated with the car you pay for. So you can take it whenever you. <laughs> Once you understand what you have is not yours, but everything belongs to God, you stop tripping. And as long as you think it's yours, you're always going to be tripping. Why? Uh, no, no, no. It's all God's. Okay, think of it this way. Who's a better manager, you or God? And I told brother, a brother came and said, Pastor, I'm struggling with this. I said, okay. I said, where are you today? Let's talk about your savings account. How much you got? Pastor, I ain't got nothing right now. I said, okay. I said, what's your retirement plan? I said, so what you got? I said, I got nothing. I said, how old are you? He said, oh, you know, I'm 42. I said, ooh. I said, so can we make this thought? If you're 42, you've been an adult for 20, uh, is that 24 years. If your system don't work and you've been doing it for 24 years and you're at zero, would you continue to do the same thing? I'm just saying as a business mind, if something don't work, would you keep doing it? I said, brother, the next time you get some money, start giving. I said, because obviously your way don't work. If your way worked, I'd keep doing it. But if your way don't work, why would you keep doing it? They say insanity is doing the same thing over and over and thinking you'll get something different. God has a system. And you can try to go around the system, but the system's not going to work like it's supposed to work for you. As long as the earth remains, Genesis 8.22, as long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest. And if you want something different, you got to what? Ah, so, Pastor, Pastor, what should I give? Give voluntarily, proportionally, willingly, and sacrificially. You are free to give as you feel led. But understand this, the principle doesn't change who you are. You reap what you sow. Mark 12, 41. I want to show you something about sacrifice. It says that sitting across in the offering box, this is Jesus. He was observing how the crowd tossed money in the collection plate. Jesus sitting there watching. Many of the rich were making large contributions. One poor widow came up and put in two small coins, a measly two cents. Jesus calls the disciples over and says, come over here, y'all. I want to show you something. The truth is that the poor widow gave more to the collection than all the others together. What are you saying, Pastor? It's not the size of your gift. It's the size of your sacrifice. Though she only gave two cents, it was the, her sacrifice. So giving, when God says, ooh, ooh, it's not what you gave, it's what you, af- it's what you have after you gave. Because if it doesn't affect you or, or you don't feel it, 
Was that a sacrifice? When you give something, you should, you should, you should. oh, Jesus. No, if you give something you love, you should feel it. Praise God. Because remember this, if it means nothing to you, will it really mean anything to God? Amen, amen. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. It says this, who, and, and God is able to make all grace, everyone say all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you. Everyone say it's coming to me. Come on, say it's coming to me. Say, I don't chase stuff. Stuff chase me. It's coming to me. Okay. So that you will always, come on, say always, under all circumstances, regardless of need, have complete sufficiency in what? Everything. Being completely self-sufficient in him. Why? Because he's your source. And have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Now, what are all these blessings? Deuteronomy 28. Come on, here it is, y'all. Y'all ready to read? All these blessings will come down on you, again, coming after you, and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God, your God. Pastor, Pastor, what's the voice? What's the voice? What's the voice? The voice is that prompt you get when God says, buy them lunch. That voice you get when God says, help them. And your flesh say no. That voice you get when, when, when God says, ah, pray for them. But Lord, I don't like them. The voice. God's voice will always try to have you help people. Okay. God's blessing inside the city, God's blessing in the country, God's blessing on your children, the crops of your land. The young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, the lambs of your flocks, God's blessing on your basket and your bread bowl, God's blessing in your coming in, God's blessing in your going out. God will defeat your enemies who attack you. They will come on one road but run away on seven roads. God will order a blessing on your barns. Everyone say it's a special order, special order, special. God's going to order a blessing on my barns and workplaces. He will bless you in the land that God, your God is giving you. Come on, it's more, it's more. God will form you as a people holy to him, just as he promised you if you, uh, if you keep the commandments of your God. And live in the way he's shown you. All the peoples of the earth will see you are living under the name of God and hold you in respect and awe. Come on, there's more. And God will lavish you with good things, children from your womb, offspring from your animals, and the crops of your land, the land God promised your ancestors he will give you. God will throw open, not crack it open, God will throw open the doors of his sky vaults and pour rain on your land on schedule. Everyone say on time blessing, on time, on time. And bless the work you take in hand. You got more. You will lend to many nations, but you yourself won't have to take out a loan. God will make you the head and not the tail. You will always be the top. Top dog, never the bottom dog. You, <laughs> as you obediently listen and diligently keep the commands of God, your God, and I am commanding you today. Look at your neighbor and say, I got it. Don't swerve an inch to the right or left from the words I command you today by going off and following other gods. When he says all these blessings, you've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. 
Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to you today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the 7 ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Now we have surplus. Listen, listen, let me help you. All you have to do is make up in your mind and believe in your heart that, Lord, I need more. Not for me, but to be a bigger blessing. And once you purpose in your heart that you want to be a difference maker, God's going to start throwing stuff at you. It's going to start chase you down because, see, God is looking for people who can be a distribution center. God is looking for people he can use. God is looking for people who hears his voice because he doesn't stop talking. We just don't listen. All these blessings will come upon you. Verse 9, as it is written, and forever remains written, he, the benevolent and generous person, scatters abroad. He gave to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Now, here it is, y'all, the multiplier. Now he who gives seed for the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your what? For what reason? Okay, let's break it down. This hit me. Let's read slow, y'all. Verse 10. Now he who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your seed for sowing. Notice, the first thing God talks about is not what you eat. Notice he says, I'm going to give you food, but what I gave you is to what? Now, Pastor, why? In, in Bible times, 
the farmer would always set aside his best seed to sow for next season. Because he knows if I don't sell for next season, I'm going to have a drought. If you will get the revelation that what I am doing now is setting me up for a next season that you don't even know about. Here's, here's, here's the challenge. When God prompts you to do something, he is setting you up for a harvest that you don't see. So oftentimes we wrestle with God. God tells you to do this. Uh, uh, uh. God tells you to give 10. You say, I got five on it. And God will tell you to do things, and you will fight God. Raise your hand if I'm doing something. You know something. You God tell you to do something, and you start. Uh, uh, uh. Now, if God is telling you to do something, do you think He has a benefit? So what happens? God promises you to give in this season because He knows there's a season in the future where there's a drought, and you're gonna need something. So what He does, He promises you buy them uh, buy them dinner. You don't realize three years from now, you're in a spot, you lost your purse, and you don't have money, and somebody pays for your meal because you reap. Charmaine, she always pays for people's food. So what she usually does when she's in Starbucks, if you follow her, you probably get a free meal. But anyway, she pays for cars behind her and stuff, and one day she in Starbucks line, forgot her wallet, got to the register, and they said it was paid for. You read what you sow. That's why Galatians says, God is not mocked. Whatever you reap, that's what you're going to sow. God is in control of it all. And that's why you have to get the understanding. God got it. He's in control. He's your shepherd. You shall not want. He provides seed to the sower. So all you have to do is say, Lord, I want to be a sower. Watch what God does. He will provide you the seed because the goal is he needs people who hears his voice. They can move on it. So I prepared myself. I said, Lord, where do you need me today? Who could I help today? Where could I be a blessing today? What could I do? Where could I move? What do you need, Lord? I'm willing. And if you make up in your mind to be a vessel, he'll start using you. And what happens is like a straw. You know those, uh, those little skinny straws you use for your coffee? You can't really drink out of them. It's like, they're real small. But if you start, if you let God work on you, you go from a little straw to a bigger straw to a Slurpee. Because the more you allow God to use you, the bigger your funnel becomes. And guess what? <laughs> Everybody gets some of the slurpy. The straw gets wet too. You're the straw. The question is how much you want God to flow through you? Because he wants to flow. He has no limits. He just wants to see who can I flow through? Who can I use? Who can I be a blessing through? It says this, your resources and increase the harvest of your righteousness, which shows itself in active goodness, in kindness, and in love. Wow. You'll be enriched in every way. 
so that you may be generous. Notice it keeps saying the reason why he blesses you is so that you can be a blessing. And this generosity in ministry through, uh, through us is producing thanksgiving to God for those who benefit. Glory. So, God loves a cheerful giver. God blesses the cheerful giver. God multiplies their seed, and people give God glory because of you. For this ministry of service and offering is not only supplying the needs of the saints, God's people, but also overflowing through many expressions of thanksgiving. Next slide. Hallelujah. And they also long for you while they pray on your behalf. That's number five. You will get, there'll be people praying for you to be blessed. Once you decide to be a blessing, you won't have prayer warriors all over praying for you because they know if that person come up, they're going to bless everybody. Oh, God. This is the blueprint, y'all. I, I was uh, in my office this week, and I got a letter in the mail. A lady from Jacksonville. I got one from Phoenix. They all caught me. This is so cool, y'all. Bless my life. It said this. Uh, she gave me a little, a little love offering, and I received that because I had to take the side of the subway. So she paid for me. Pray to God be the glory. <laughs> a small token of appreciation. Pastor Jomo, you're truly a gift from God, touching the life of so many as you walk out your, prayer, your purpose here on earth. You are praying with me through this season of cancer. You prayed for me when I couldn't pray for myself in pain. By the leading of the Holy Spirit, you prayed with me when the devil tried to take over the child of my, 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 son's, my son's mind. Proverbs 20 and 20 says, a faithful man who will abound with blessings. You are abounding with blessings forever. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither enter the heart of man when God's prepared for those who walk uprightly. I encourage you to keep pressing towards the mark of the high calling, for God has in store for you endless blessings. Now, sweet lady from Jacksonville, guess what, y'all? By me just trying to stay in my lane and being faithful, I got people all over praying for me. Believers, once you start making up your mind that I'm going to be a blessing, you will have people praying for you, interceding for you, bombarding for you, because they say, you know what? That person is a blessing. Believers, it's only what we do for Christ. That will last. I told my uh, the last service, I said, you know, when I was in business, I made a radical shift. I was making good money, but, I, you know, God got a hold of my heart. I said, Lord, I, I, I want to be a bigger giver. I want to take it to the next level. I said, I commit. Man, his business started flying at me because I changed my priority. Not for more for me to get, but for more for me to give. And man, I start getting calls like I said, to God did it. But again, it's Matthew 6.33. If you seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, all these things will come upon you. We have to trust the process. Here's the five things, y'all. Five things as we close. The five benefits. God's love towards a cheerful giver. God's blessing upon the giver. God's multiplication of the giver's seed. He multi- There's the only place in the Bible where God will multiply your seed is with the giving. God receives glory because of the giver and prayers directed for the giver. 
Oftentimes, uh, the Bible says my people destroy for lack of knowledge. You have to understand the flow. So I told, as I was telling my, my, my friend, I said, listen, brother, if what you're doing is not working, do something different. Amen? If your system is cycle, I said, but let me tell you something this. I said, God is not a man that he shall lie. God's word cannot return void. Trust him. Trust him. Trust the process. Because understand this, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. If you want something different, you got to do something different. And change begins with You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.